Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hello there, welcome to this episode of the JRE Review, where today I'm reviewing episode 1231 with Matt Brunger. Brunger? B-R-A-U-N-G-R, however you say that. Uh, comedian, uh, old friend of Rogan. He's had a lot of his old friends, comedy old friends on there recently. And uh, pretty interesting dude. Pretty interesting dude. They get loaded up on some coffee and uh, start the po- podcast with a fun fact that all coffee comes from Ethiopia. Didn't know that. Fascinating stuff. So, anyway, let's start the review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? So, as with any podcast that has a comedian on, yeah, this one was a funny one. Uh, I enjoyed listening to Matt quite a lot. Funny guy. Great conversation with Joe. And uh, other than starting off with fun facts about coffee and uh, where it came from and, and the kind of its role in our society, they also talked about alcohol. How in the past, people just mostly drank alcohol all the time because it was like a sterile version of water. And uh, pretty much making people drunk all the time to some degree uh, though as far as i understand it the drinks were less uh strong they weren't quite as alcoholic so you could drink more of them but they did talk about how in the middle ages people waged war drunk you know and that would make sense if you had to go to war and fight to the death i'd want to be a little bit drunk too i mean it kind of makes sense uh i've heard stories and joe talked about it at the viking berserkers how they used to do mushrooms before they went to war and, uh, yeah, wow. I don't know if you guys have tried mushrooms before, but I would not recommend getting in any so- sort of uh, physical battle on those. That doesn't seem like a very good idea. Um, a lot of work there. But, hey, crazier times, I guess, calls call for uh, crazier actions. Um, one thing that they get into that I really enjoyed was uh, their, their understanding of extreme winners. People that are super intense, they talk about LeBron James and other types of extreme winners, just really honing their skills, focusing on what's important and and what it takes to get really good at anything. And Joe then um, branches off to talk about the famous YouTubers these days. And these YouTubers are gaining a lot of uh, kind of followers and support. And especially the comedy ones, you know, uh, making funny videos. And then they're starting to decide that, hey, I'm going to tour with this, do maybe some live shows. And without all the editing, uh, they just can't do it. They really struggle. And it makes sense. I mean, you know, this is coming from two comedians in this conversation, both Matt and Joe. And they're saying, well, look, you can't go from a heavily edited show where sure it is funny but it was scripted 
to this live event where you're in front of an audience, you're learning the timing, you're reading the audience, you're keeping the energy up. A lot of these guys, these YouTubers are bombing heavily. And uh, that's quite interesting to think about. I've heard reports of this stuff too. I don't know if uh, you guys have paid attention to any of that, but it does make sense. You can't just jump from one medium to another. I mean, live performances is a lot uh, different and that's uh, it's going to be a lot harder for sure. And uh, it's tough, no matter who you are, to uh, get out there and, and do a live performance, especially as a stand-up. You know, one thing that Matt talks about is you got to remember that the audience is rooting for you. I mean, they showed up for you, but that's not enough. I mean, you've got to be good. And uh, yeah, it's it's very difficult. Joe even mentions it's even more difficult if you're a good looking woman, too, in stand up. It's hard because, uh, you know, at least men are perceiving you one way. You know, they're not just a lot of times just sat there looking, waiting for your comedy to come out. They're, they're saying, hey, she's hot. And then maybe women in the audience are a bit jealous because this person is good looking. So for that comedian to be able to push past all of that and make you laugh and get your attention, it takes a special sort of focus. And uh, obviously Joe would know a lot about this because he has friends at the comedy store that are very successful comedians that are also pretty women and he probably gets to talk about that dynamic and, and hear that struggle so uh you know fair play to him because that's that's very tough he talk a lot about bombing like the bombing portion of comedy um obviously this podcast was a pretty stand-up comedy focused uh podcast it would make sense but yeah, again, the bombing portion. And and even if you've never done stand-up, you don't care to do stand-up, but you do other things that you want to be very good at, just look at the bombing portion as the failing as horribly as you could ever imagine. So if you want to learn anything, let's say you plan on joining the Special Forces, for example. Well, every time you go out there and you have a really shit training day or you fuck up a bunch of stuff, or you ruin, you know, the the kind of the pretend mission that you guys go on. It, that's bombing, right? So that's bombing in the sense of of just failure for that time. But it doesn't mean you suck. It just means that you didn't do something well that day. And it's important to not, you know, to not do things well sometimes, so you can learn from it. If you always did things well, you would just get you become more of a risk taker. You just get cockier and cockier and you'd never really reflect. You'd just be barreling ahead. So when Joe constantly talks about how much you learn from bombing, in so many ways he's saying how much you learn from failure. And it's an important lesson. It's important to fail. And people don't like to. They stay away from it. It's something you should ask yourself. How much have I failed? You know, how much stuff have I fucked up this week? Oftentimes we think, well, you don't want to fuck things up. That means you're a loser. You're messing it up. But maybe it doesn't. Maybe it just means you're constantly in a state of learning. And uh, I, I always like that. That always resonates me with me uh, on Joe's podcast. I do like that portion of it. Uh, Matt, as the guest, started out as an actor, he said. Uh, and then later on went into stand-up and, and then did some improv and uh, he said, 
that what he really loves about stand-up is that it's the truth. It is truth and honesty, and it really keeps you in the moment. And uh, that I found a really fascinating way of saying it. Matt was saying that he once spoke to a lawyer that said to him, not necessarily related to comedy at all, but just said that the truth sounds different. It has a different ring. Now, obviously, this lawyer is talking about either like an interrogation or getting uh, a story out of their client, but there's something that rings true about the truth, and that's why I think when comedians hit on something that's very truthful, very honest it resonates with an audience and and does something quite magical and this is what really pulls these guys in there uh, they talk again about how comedy classes don't really exist and that basically they're useless so again if you're actually thinking of starting out as a stand-up be warned you know comedy classes are not really the way forward the way forward is just writing and doing open mics and struggling through like everyone else uh, you can get mentors, of course. They give the uh, example of Neil Brennan, who worked on The Chappelle Show with Dave Chappelle. And supposedly Neil Brennan is a pretty excellent mentor-type coach and writes a ton, just has a wealth of knowledge and experience and really does like helping comics, newer comics, uh, but they give him as an example. So getting a mentor in comedy is important. That's why you need to be around a lot of comics and good comics, uh, people that do it all the time. But otherwise, you can't do classes, you know. And and everything you do sounds terrible. So this is something Matt and Joe were talking about. Any jokes you're doing, you hate at that time. <laughs> Even like you could never watch your own stand-up special. Editing your own stand-up is pretty awful because you know all the jokes and it's just really tough. Um, like that it's very rare that a comedian will look at his own work and laugh a lot they did give a little bit of a an anecdote and a story about Bobby Lee who was once on Mad TV how he used to watch his own material and laugh and that was kind of odd you know for them to see not many people do things like that but then with Bobby supposedly he hasn't released comedy special for a long time and uh, who knows he might have some insecurities that come with it and maybe that causes him to laugh I think Bobby Lee is hilarious I hope he releases a comedy special i've been watching him since mad tv in the 90s i mean yeah he was brilliant he's always been great and moving to the end of their conversation they talk about some things that i found quite funny indeed they started out by talking about people that go to the gym that have their own speakers and they're just playing music over the gym music that's super annoying nobody likes that it's really rude and quite ridiculous people do it at my gym too i mean they're doing it everywhere there's always like one guy in there that thinks that that's okay and the next thing that they brought up joe talked he goes look you can't don't be that guy but you can't just fight that guy in today's world so they talked about in the past how there was like duels you know and people would get into duels and this and that well nowadays in some states in the u.s they have this law called the mutual combat law I don't know what states they do it in. I think they gave the example of Oregon. But it's a, it's basically a thing where if you want to get into a fight with someone, if both people agree and the cops see it and hear it, you can straight up have, an, have a fight that the cops just, I guess, sit, stand there and watch, and it's legal. I think that that's 
crazy in some ways, but kind of cool in other ways. I don't know. What do you guys think? But anyway, I enjoyed this conversation. It's always good when Joe has his old friends on that are comedians. They're always very lighthearted and very funny. And, uh, and, and Matt was certainly a very funny dude. So check out the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Take it easy. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com